0: The Creed Podcast. My, my, my. Alrighty, welcome to The Creed Podcast. My name's Brad O'Reilly and we've basically created this uh, sort of thing to, as a platform for us to share our content and i um, things that are important to us uh for me uh the reason we called it the creed is because it Creed's a, a statement of belief and it is our belief that through sharing stories through topics uh, we hope that these podcasts can help anyone in their journey of life and um it is my pleasure to be doing the creed podcast with marty wood how are you mate
1: i'm fantastic man i'm pumped to be here i'm so excited about this uh uh new journey we're on here um using this platform to help, uh, reach the audiences where they are, you know, whether it's in a car or at home or or wherever. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see, um, where this goes from here, mate.
0: Yeah. And basically for me personally, the reason why I wanted to do a podcast is it's basically the times at the moment. Hey, um, Mm. with COVID-19 happening, there's not been too many other opportunities. There's been less face-to-face contact and, Obviously, that's the the best way to do things is face to face. But you just got to roll with it. Yeah, um,
1: definitely, mate. Definitely. And
0: nice. like through, like we said, through sharing stories and through some of the the topics that we've got um, planned throughout um, the future podcasts, um, if we can impact one person, that's that's a that's a win for us. Oh yes, hundred percent, mate. Um, but i um, not saying that I'm wise or anything. But I think it's just. I, th- I feel that I've taken time to reflect um, I'm 21 years old so obviously I've got a lot more learning to do in my um, my life I'm only in the first chapter realistically but I have I feel that I've taken time to reflect on some phases in my life um, and a few highs a few lows but um, what about you mate?
1: Yeah just on that because obviously I'm a bit of a, an old duck compared to you turning 45 this year um, I think if if we're all true to ourselves the the older you get you think yeah naturally the wiser you get but you just realize the more you don't know <laughs> when mm. you get when you get older and if, and and that's what i really appreciate um i knowing you over the last um seven eight years brado is um is just being able to reflect and you know when yes you can get better at certain things and be an expert in a certain field and things like that but um mm unless you actually do take that time to reflect, um, to pause and, and like we've done in the past through different programs we run together is to, is to man up and, and admit when you're wrong or when you don't know something or to ask for support. I think that's, that's just critical, man. And, um, and yeah, we've got plenty of stories to tell, um, in the coming episodes, mate. And, um, yeah, definitely just, just stepping up and um, taking responsibility for our actions is is a big one too. Yeah, for sure.
0: Probably just um, talking a bit more on our relationship. Uh, Marty Wood, as we like to call him, Woody. He was my teacher and you were my tech teacher in grade 11, I think.
1: Yeah, mate. Your yeah. trailer project.
0: Yeah, mate. Did his, built a trailer for him. Probably the best trailer he's ever seen.
1: Still going um, strong, mate. Still going strong.
0: Yeah, but i don't know i think our relationship sort of built from grade 11 onwards i didn't actually do i dropped out of your class in grade 12 because yeah thanks mate yeah my future goal is to be a teacher as well but not necessarily to teach um if i had it my way i'd be a, full, a mentor for life full-time mm. mentor but um tell me a bit more about yourself mate
1: yeah well um like you mentioned i am i am a teacher i've been uh teaching full-time now for about, uh, almost 15 years. And yeah, a lot like you, the, the passion is to, um, is to, it's to mentor the youth. Um, and obviously to get access to that, you generally to get into the schools, you, you know, it's, you need to be the teacher in that. And I, and I've been passionate about my teaching areas with PE and, and uh, design technology. They're very hands-on, um, subjects, which which I enjoyed when I was at school. And generally that's when you get to have a lot more of those uh, mentoring opportunities informally in the classroom around those subjects. But um, yeah, and I've always been involved in in youth work of some description, literally for the last almost 30 years. I know that's hard to believe for a 21 year old, but um, yeah, whether it's been I've run, helped run plenty of um, youth holiday camps, uh, in uh, run youth groups in schools, run um, obviously coaching for many years. Okay. Um, yeah, one one awesome experience I had. I remember when I was uh, early 20s, so a bit older than you, Brett. when I was about 20, probably about 23, 24. Um, I worked at a in a crisis youth refuge. So that was a place where um, kids that were pretty much kicked out of home, so that was their first stop. So it was like a short-term care, so they could stay there up to three months, and then after three months, you know, they'd either go back home or they'd move on to a more of a permanent care. So we like that first stop. So man, they, it was tough because we had kids that were just, you know, being abused. Uh, were definitely not in the right mindset, um, and yeah, were, it, it was it was challenging. It was really challenging because you know I, I grew up in a in a in a going to a church and a Christian home, and I, I wasn't exposed. and went to a private school all my life, so I wasn't exposed to um, these sort of issues. And um, it really opened my eyes and 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 increased that love in my heart and passion to to want to help these people and and on their journeys and and sort of just understand them more. Um, like I said, it, it's important that you don't. You know, judge people or, or think you know more than them, or you're better because you haven't been in their situation. It's just you know, um, yeah, just listening to their listening to their story. Like, we don't think our story is better than someone else's. Hear their story, yeah. um, and just just wherever you can chime in and help support them. Um, that's you know, there's no real special remedy um, in this. You just got to have a heart and a love for others, and you know. There's plenty of different ways you can support people. It's just um, yeah, just being there for people. Yeah, awesome.
0: Well, let's let's also talk about like you've talked about your experience and you've got plenty of it. But um, what's your current drive? Like, what's what's fueling your passion? Because you and a another amazing human being, Jordan Timmy, yep. created a, a program called the Stand Academy, and that's you did that about six, seven years ago now. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Um, yeah, so, um, I guess, yeah, so, yeah, 2015, so about five, or no, it was, started planning, yeah, about seven, eight years ago, but in 2015, we actually started the program and it was, it was pretty much, yeah, mentoring program for, for teenage boys. Um, at the time we thought it was a lot about the boys, but within a couple of years of running it, we realized it was probably more beneficial to the dads, Hmm. And at the time I was a young father, I've got, um, four boys of my own and, um, yeah. And as they were coming up to those, those critical adolescent years, I was, um, dealing with stuff with my own past of, um, and with my own father and, and different issues going on there and about fathering and, um, and what we, what we need as, as adolescents and, so I was on the other side of there and I didn't feel like I was, I was equipped to, to, to be what I needed to be for my son. So I went on the journey really for myself to begin with and I just realized that there wasn't you know much out there that, um, that would really help and it wasn't a, uh, a natural thing that happened in our culture. Like In our Western society, um, there isn't any rites of, rites of passages where, where kids transition healthily into young men. You know, like um, we see the, um, the detrimental effects by if they don't, where, you know, a lot of dangerous behaviours and people, you know, think they're a man when they get on the piss and, and uh, conquer as many women as they can and, and do dangerous things and get arrested and, you know, our, our jails are full of men, okay? Or supposed men. And, um, you yeah, know, one thing we talk about is you know, a certain age doesn't make the man, okay? Yep. So we believe and we based, you know, Stan Academy and the Rites of Passage off some of the ancient um, um, truths that we believe in and, and lot go back to the, the Jewish cultures of of blessing, your father's blessing of, of an early adolescence, around about 13, 14-year-old. And if you look back in those times, that's when they were getting married, you know, and that's where they had a lot of responsibilities in their family and for some reason in our modern cultures, we just say, you know, 18 or 21 and we just expect it. Okay, now you've got your adult responsibilities, but if there's no training there, there's no understanding of the whys and the hows and, you know, then it's just you're into a, a world of pain and, and just because you get to 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, there's still people my age that are making poor decisions, yep. you know, and if they had that direction early on, then um, I think that'll be, that would save a lot of pain along the way. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, so yeah, we, Geordie and I, we just, we really went on that journey to bless as many families. It was all about the families for us because if we build strong families um, and empower the fathers and, and then obviously then through their sons, then the goal is future generations, that'll just happen organically. Um, yeah, so. Obviously, a lot to share on that later on, but uh, in a nutshell, I man, that's yeah, that's something that still we still want to be doing, um, and we're looking at running some extra programs, <clears throat> sort of towards the end of this year, um, and how that looks is to be advised. Yeah,
0: it's it's an interesting <clears throat> one because it's basically, well, I'd be unreal if you could do that for the rest of your life, but it, <clears throat> like the reality is, the main goal <clears throat> is just to make it a normal thing.
1: Yeah, and that's right
0: to make it get it to a point where it's you don't actually have to do that because society thinks it's normal to have a rite of passage between um, father and son and even mother and daughter yeah um, doesn't just have to be uh, the male side of it but I'm um, got the the big question at 44 years of age turning
1: 45 this year mate why now why now man like I said like there's there's always been a a, um, uh, an interest, a passion in working with youth. Um, and like I said, now, yeah, like you, you would think as someone in their mid forties life, you get a bit more stable and a bit, a bit easier and you could probably do other adventures. But I, I've just realized how short life is. Mm. And like, I'm, I'm over that hill now and I'm on the down, downward slope of life. Um, and I've really been, um, focusing on um, mindfulness. I know that's a big buzzword at the moment, but just being conscious of today because the reality is we don't know we don't know how long we have on this earth. Yep. Um, and you know why why do things daily, weekly, for your life or your job, whatever if you're not passionate or you don't believe, believe in it? Um, yeah so each day I'm just trying to make the most of, of what I can with what I've got. Um, and and it just juices me the most, like hanging out with kids and hanging out with like blessed, seeing families strengthened and blessed, and those relationships forged. And you touched on it just before, and, and we're not talking just with the with the sons here. The daughters are cru- crucial as well. Okay, but um, you know as a starting point, we're just going with what we know best, and that's our experience with with the with the young men. And having sons myself, like I said, that was just in, in my lane, staying in my lane to, to begin with. But definitely down the track, it's crucial to have their our, our women um, blessed also by their fathers um, to um, provide that security um, and assurance that they are loved. Um, yeah, man, i just really, really passionate about, about life. And, um, and like I said, my kids are pretty much all teenagers. I've got one in their 20s, but the rest are all teenagers. So I'm right in the mix of those critical years. So I'm just trying to, um, to keep learning myself. And what I've found and, is that when I think I am, you know, leading something or sharing something, I, and you think that you're blessing other people, what you find is just by being around other people and hearing their stories, You end up doing probably just as much, if not more, of the learning. So, so yeah, I just want to get around these people on these on these journeys and um, keep growing and learning myself. Keep supporting each other Um, because that's that's the way to do it. Being in communities Um, and definitely the power of stories. You know, I love hearing stories. I know with the stand around fires, we've shared plenty of stories. Whether it's the kids sharing the stories, um, fathers, or we've had grandparents. Sharing stories and it's just been amazing. And you just the kids just lap that up. I know we lap that up. It's just it's just they stick with you for a lifetime. So it's just fantastic, man. Definitely. So, um, brother, that's enough about me for a bit, mate. Um, so why don't you tell the viewers a bit bit about what you're up to at the moment? Um, so basically,
0: I graduated high school at Emmanuel College at on at 2016. Um. Went straight into uni and did an exercise science degree because basically I did a pre-entry course and thought, yeah, why not? Yep. Didn't even really want to do it. It was just what I did because got accepted before I even graduated and realized probably a few weeks into uni, no, nah, this is definitely not for me. <laughs> um, probably from the grades I was getting to, it was definitely not the degree for me. But um, I, I, I realized midway through starting the degree was that, I didn't have a passion for the exercise science. I had a passion to get into teaching, so I was just using it as a pathway. Yep. Um, yeah, and so basically I, I then looked at going directly into a teaching degree, um, but I unfortunately I just couldn't get into it. And then I looked at the contents in that degree and I'm like, That's, I don't actually care about that stuff. Mm. So then fortunately the people around me at the time, they... Um, sort of showed me the, the counselling degree at uni and it seemed, yeah, like it seemed pretty cool, seemed relevant. Yep. And then I looked at I can actually do teaching after it as a master's degree. So, mm. yeah, I've been doing a, a Bachelor of Counselling for the last three years. I'm in my final year, um, thank the Lord. Mm. Uh, it's been a, like that in itself, it's been a journey, but I've definitely learned that there's... A lot more to, um to teaching rather than just the content there's actually actual relationships with um the students that i'm very passionate about so mm-hmm. that's my my education side of it
1: yeah so um so what is it that juices you mate like what what are you passionate about what's what's your drive in in doing this
0: uh, like i've always been passionate about helping people um that's always been a given but it's just always been like i just couldn't work out what way um for me i do have a passion for youth and i've worked in a few different roles i've had the pleasure um sort of being an assistant in a way to you guys for the the stand academy but i've also had a few jobs in um, um youth work um been working at as as a coach um for high school too i've also been doing internships throughout my uni degree um at arcadia college and none mm. in itself was pretty eye-opening um I was very much so stuck in the the private school bubble and thought, graduate private school, do uni, go back into private school teaching. Um, And yeah, doing Arcadia College, quick summary of that, it's basically a school for kids that either they drop out of mainstream education just because they can't handle it due to factors that they can't control or their their rat bags, (laughs) to put it simply. Mm -hmm. But working with them, uh, it was amazing because there's a lot more to life than just the private school preppy sort of kids. Yeah. Um, there's actual kids that need more help than others. Mm-hmm. And I realized that probably, probably took me a while to realize it, but like it's a journey. So, um, but yeah, and like I've fortunately been working with, um, some really important people in my life, um, through coaching, a lot of sports. I've been very, very much involved in that and sort of progressed into creating my own business for that. Um, it's more of like it's a personal training sort of gig, but it's it's much more of a focus on health and well-being. Yeah. Um, because that's passion to me. I couldn't really care less, like the typical Gold Coast personal trainer is like, oh, you got to lift this much, mm. you got to look good. I just want you to be able to feel good, confident in yourself, and just have a better mentality in life. Um, and from there, it's sort of progressed into more of a mentoring sort of focus rather than a coaching focus for me. Yeah. Um, and obviously like I've had some amazing parents like being an only child Mm. like the focus was on me or still is on me um, from them and probably I went through a phase later in high school where I decided not to listen to them like every other teenager but um, I realized that they were actually just planting the seed for me Mm. Um, and doing some mentoring now I'll talk to mum and dad about it and they go oh I taught you that no you didn't (laughs) And they're like, no, we said that like three years ago. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's sort of emphasised for me that just planting
1: the seed in young people is really important. So mm. that's pretty much my drive. You just on that before I forget, I, I you just mentioned something like um, about with your parents and that, and and they were planting all those seeds and, and mentoring you even through those years where and every every young man or every young person does these. <coughs> Excuse me. Um goes into that independent, I know, I know everything, or just push, you know, naturally push away from their parents, not because they don't love them, but just because they, they want, need to find their own identity and they need to go on that journey. And yeah, I'm in the midst of that with my own boys at home and, and, it, and it can be, it can be really hard on, you know, I can obviously just speak for fathers at the moment, but um, yeah, just, and, but just knowing what they're going through, like I can see how a lot of dads would that might not have the education or the know-how that we've journeyed um, where they would just say, you know know what, you know, stuff you guys because, you know, your kids are giving you grief, whatever, you know, back chatting, being rebellious, you know, just not listening to anything you're saying. You know, unless you know the, you know, um, what's going through, not only just in in their body, their mind, you know, their brains are resetting, um, you know, their emotions, their hormones are just going haywire, and they don't, they can't necessarily control things themselves. Right. So that's that's helping me on that journey because you know I've got a couple of my boys at home that are in the midst of that, and 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 it is really hard when they you know downright reject you to your face. But um, definitely having the tools and the knowledge on board, and just understanding that, like you said, it is it is a seed yep. you're planting that you know it's right, yep. um, and you, you know, it's quite you know you, everything in you wants to wants to, you know, rise up and be defensive, you know, as a father, I know best, Or I know you do this or you listen to me, I'm right, you're wrong sort of thing. But you just got to let them, you know, you have those those sort of boundaries there where you, where you um, you know, give them some guidance and support and definitely just be there for them. But, you know, you've got to let them in. Even if you know 100% that they're going to make a decision that's going to lead to some pain, yeah. You you know you can't always control that and, and and they need that kids need that to go on the journey to to find that for themselves. So sorry about that um, side note there. Yeah. So you're just mentioning about your little um um personal training, your fierce intense training uh, business shed on the side, and obviously just knowing you um, um over the last you know ten years or so, um, you know you've always been big into your footy and your and your fitness and and stuff like that, but it's interesting. You're talking about you're using that as a as a platform to to I guess um, build connections and just getting the holistic training with the uh, with the guys. And and is there different ages or or what do you do with that? Just a bit more on the first intense training.
0: Um, it started off with a focus just on AFL because yep. like I've grown up in an AFL family, and for me it was. Um, really important to, yeah, be the best AFL player you could possibly be. And then I realized there's a lot more to life than, than yep. footy. Um, like every other kid I wanted to grow up, be drafted, play for Port, mm. that were my team, they yep. still are my team. Um, but yeah, then I realized that by training with the people I trained with, I trained with a bloke called Joey Hayes, and he, he made a business, um, basically, just strength and conditioning. But at the same time i've built so much confidence just in myself just from the training Mm. yeah and like for me uh, i had a passion for helping people of any age but then i like i realized that youth specifically for me is what i'm passionate about Mm. like yeah there's times where I'll, i'll accept any client possible like as all personal trainers would but for me i realized rather than emphasizing the training side of it i wanted to emphasize the well-being and the mentoring side Mm. um and yeah it's it's progressed from just coaching to a focus on well-being for me so that's basically it
1: yeah that's awesome so you're using the tool of exercise and all that which as we know especially on the gold coast is you know there's thousands of personal trainers that just pretty much focus on people being fitter faster stronger but you like you said there you're really focusing on the holistic approach yeah that that you know physical side is one thing and that sort of helps build their confidence and things like that but if they're not dealing with the other parts you know the emotional um social mental you know spiritual side of things then you know they're, they're never going to be complete there so that's man that's awesome that you've been doing that Thanks, man. look just one last question um about you here I mean, you asked me about, you know, why am I doing this as a middle-aged 44-year-old? And I could ask the same thing. Like, you're a bit of a whippersnapper, mate. You're only 21 years old. And most kids your age are out there, you know, partying, um, you know, traveling, doing their own thing, trying to trying to reach for the stars themselves. Um, so why? And uh, like I said, I've known you for 10 years. You've always had a heart for other people and you've always been very giving, um so why why aren't you like other 21 year olds out there like why why are you committing all this time and energy to you know these um pursuits uh,
0: it's, a, it's a bit of a tough one like i think i realized that there's so much ful- fulfillment so um mm. in helping others Yep. and then i realized yeah like keep to yourself yeah get a casual job save as much money as you can yeah you can do that and i did that for a couple of years like i worked at the casino Mm. of all places i was a games dealer yeah and if anyone that knows me knows that that's not brad o'reilly's type of environment and i'm sure we'll hear
1: some stories about that maybe you've told me a few stories about the clients you've had there but that's in another episode
0: yeah so from there i just realized that far out like yeah money's cool but i feel like crap Mm. so for me, trying to find platforms and ways to to share some of my knowledge like I'm not saying my knowledge is, is great, but it's enough that I feel that it can impact other people mm. and like i said like i've I've mentored groups of boys um a few times now, and if I can just influence one of them and get them to take something positive out of um what I've done to them, fire so that's a win and yeah. I thrive for of that because once I get that, it's a, it's like affirmation. If I get one little bit from someone and I know that I've impacted them far out, that just yeah, let's let's go. Let's get on to the next person. The next person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And I think this is where this this podcast and us working together has been fantastic because you know we're we're not your typical um, people that work together because normally you know you might have. People generally the same age You might have a couple of young people starting a podcast or a couple of older people, but you know, we got, you know, I'm more than twice your age. So, you know, there's plenty of, you know, different perspectives there. There's um, obviously different, uh, plenty of different stories to tell and experiences. Um, and um, yeah, definitely, and we're definitely going into this with, with an open heart and open minds and open ears to be able to just learn and grow from each other. And definitely with the people that we plan to get on this show and, and hear their stories, yeah, I know sure. that's just gonna be fantastic. So um yeah, Braddo, why don't you um tell us a bit about what we're what we're hoping to be covering in, in future episodes?
0: Yeah, well it's it's basically the Creed has been created as a bit of a meeting point for you and I. So you've mm. got the Stand Academy as your baby and fierce intense training is mine. And in a way, we sort of met in the middle and going, right, these are my values for my business. This is what I want to do as a human being. And then we've met, you've said yours and this is basically what we've come to. And we feel like there's plenty of topics like, and we don't want to be too generic and go, what is love? Like just the, we're not going to say a bunch of Bible verses or anything like that. It's basically just real life scenarios that we want to really talk about. Mm. Um, And, you've found, Woody, that through sharing stories, out, you learn heaps from them. So, mm. and in sharing stories, we're hoping to get a... Well, we're not hoping, we've got a few people lined up, but um, to interview. Um, there's plenty, no matter who you are, you've got, whether it be one thing, you've got a thousand things, you've got plenty of things to share. Mm. Um, and if it's impacted you, and um, you feel like it's worth sharing, that's, that's the type of person we want mm. to talk to on this podcast because... Um, there's plenty of things that we've all discovered and then through talking about it with us, you might even discover it a bit more and mm. that's probably what we want.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, at the times COVID-19 sort of made us go all online. Um, mm. we've, we've been doing an online mentoring program. We've been purely just doing it through Zoom video calls mm. with about 12, 12 young boys, young men, sorry. Um, and they're all in grade Nine at school, and we've just been having chats with them every Wednesday night, and basically they've been bringing it on themselves to bring forward a topic, in a way we're sort of stealing their topics, <laughs> in a way, but um, yeah, and so by sharing topics, um, having interviews, we're hoping to get plenty of content done for you all to, to listen to.
1: Yeah, I think that's like like you said, um, part of that create online mentoring we've been doing over the last term is is getting them to drive that. Mm. Um, because a lot of time, and I see it in schools and, and just in general life, you get whether it's a boss or a teacher, you know, it's almost like you know I'm I'm the one with the knowledge. You sit down, you absorb it. You, I mean, you're you're still studying. You've been through school. You, you you know that sort of environment where someone's there, they're giving you information. You just have to absorb it. Whereas we're sort of like to f- sort of not necessarily flip it so to speak, but it's it's just a community where. We're all learning, okay. We're all we're all the teachers. We're all the participants. Um, we're just we're doing life together, um, and that's why, you know, hearing these young lads um, share their different topics has has been fantastic. You know, like I said, I'm turning 45, and we're talking about kids here that are, you know, 14, 15 year old, and I'm learning, continually learning things off them. Definitely. you know, and it's it's just it's been really good and um i think with the with the story thing if you are authentic um and you just there's no there's no wrong you know if you're authentic and you're sharing your story no one can say your story's wrong okay and like you said if there's something that you've learned from that um and i guarantee there's going to be at least one maybe hundreds of thousands of people that might have struggled or needed to hear that you know and that's what I, what I love about the idea of a podcast is to be able to, you know, reach way more people than we can physically, you know, face-to-face, definitely. which is definitely a passion, but this is just something else that we'd, we'd love to be able to do. Um, so, I don't know, as far as these podcasts, for me, um, being older and coming from the perspective of a, of a, of a father and a husband, um, I'm really looking forward to you know, putting that spin on, our stories too, um, because, you know, God willing, you know, everyone will have the, the blessing to be able to be a, a husband and a father one day, if that's, you know, what's what they want. Um, so, yeah, just, just things on, you know, um, having stronger relationships with your wife and your, and your children, and definitely um, the values in, in, in a family. I know one thing that I'm passionate about is family first, so that's just one of my core values um, so I just weigh every decision up against that. If it's going to compromise my family or not strengthen them or divide them, then it's just not happening for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think like you mentioned before, like just with the where you are in life, I guess you're, the thing you're bringing to these podcasts is more of the folks in more of the, of the youth aspect, would that be right, mate? Yeah,
0: definitely. I, I'm really emphasizing practicing what you preach. yeah um, and that's what I'm trying to teach the young men we're sort of involved with at the moment. Um, yeah. It's, uh, if you're going to say something, do it. Yeah. So this is a bit of a decla- declaration for me, but what I'm saying here, it's how I want to live. Um, mm. So it's not just a bunch of BS. Mm. We're not just saying it just for the sake of it. We're saying it because um, for me personally, it's from within. Um, and this, this podcast in itself, it's a way for me just to get things off my chest. Mm. Okay, there's plenty of stuff inside of all of us that, I reckon, like, everyone needs to hear. Um, and, yeah, for me, like, there's obviously an emphasis on the youth. And for you, Woody, it's um, the parenting side of it. And I feel like for you, it's progressed from the youth to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, in a way, it's the best of both worlds, hopefully. But, no, there's plenty of exciting things to come.
1: Yeah, mate, mate. I'm, I'm keen. I'm super keen for these podcasts. Uh, I know we've got plenty of uh, exciting interviews lined up. You know, we're going to hear... Um, stories and perspectives of people as young as maybe 10, and we've got people in their 80s lined up. And uh, you know, there's going to be so many stories and wisdom shared. And like I said, this journey of learning together is just exciting. Mm. And mate, I am so excited! I cannot wait, mate.
0: Yeah, no, it should be good. Um, but that probably just about wraps us up. If you get a chance, follow us on Instagram, we'll be doing our best to. Post a bit more content on that whenever we can. But um about wraps us up. Awesome, man. Cheers, mate. Looking forward to it. Laters. See you later.